Good morning, folks. How are you doing today? So wanted to create another reaction video to another YouTube channel. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the recommendations. This one here happens to be a gentleman named Neil McCoy Ward. That's uh, McCoy hyphen Ward. And I really liked his channel. Uh, and I like the introduction because he talks about the world, specifically in this video that I watched called Housing Market. Has the housing market crashed? He talks about Australia, New Zealand, the UK, Canada, and yes, North America or the United States. Uh, I really appreciate his handling of the subject, his opinions. Uh, he does a very good job of, I got to figure out how he does this. Um, he's definitely on his computer where he's pulling up articles and he has multiple tabs going. Uh, maybe a skill or something I need to learn for sure. Uh, also thought he had a pretty good handle on real estate around the world, uh, which is something I definitely could pick up on. Uh, also, he shared a, I guess I'll call it a, a tool called Altos Research, which I am definitely going to look into. It helps you understand if a market is a seller's or buyer's market, very graph-oriented talked about money supply and what is happening in various countries. Kind of the big takeaway from his video is A, in most markets, like I have been telling you for quite a while now, no, we are not seeing a housing crash. In fact, we are seeing sellers markets. Uh, there are exceptions and he pointed at New York City being the largest exception. And again, it's the urban flight, folks. This stuff is real. Uh, what I really appreciated, though, is he talked about the rest of the world. I thought his talk of New York and Boise and Vegas and all of that was kind of interesting. But he called New Zealand the largest real estate bubble currently in the world. Uh, I've only I have never looked at the New Zealand real estate market. Uh, I did look at, I have looked at Australia. I have many friends. I've spent time in Australia talking about the market and what is going on. And they, they have all indicated in the last year that they felt it was a bubble. Uh, but according to Neil, uh, New Zealand is set up to having a, have a pop, uh, but not soon, right? He's talking about next year. Uh, New Zealand just in the last year has seen a 9% increase and still low supply, increasing prices. Uh, that is what's going on. He called Australia the next largest bubble, followed by the UK, then Canada, then the US. And again, I have no expertise in the, these markets, so I won't pretend to guess, frankly. Uh, but I, but you know, the US in general, the US, right? This, the US is not... Um, not a bubble, right? There are cities, all of that, that are going to be in trouble. Las Vegas, Miami, New York, LA, San Francisco, all of that. Uh, but those, are, um, those aren't the US, right? Those were unaffordable, right? If you know our story at all, one rental at a time, somewhere about year five or six, we realized that we should be tracking the affordability index. And this is something I think Neil would really love. I don't know if they produce the affordability index for New Zealand and Australia and the UK. I bet they do. But when you look at affordability, at least in my market, getting under 20%, meaning one in five, 
it's getting out of control. And today, it's at 50. So we are not, uh, not impacted by uh, being unaffordable. In fact, the lower interest rates have made it more affordable. And that's really what we are seeing. Prices are higher, right? I just did a Diana Olick video here the last hour or so where prices were up 5.5% for the U.S. Yeah, prices are up, but mortgage payments are down. People buy houses on mortgage payments. I don't know why we don't talk about that more. Houses are more affordable today than they were last year. Yes, prices are up, but mortgage payments are down, and that's what they do. Uh, we have a shortage of housing, and Neil does a great job of talking about that specifically, shortage of affordable housing. And that was actually in Diana's video from an hour ago as well. 32% less homes under 100K uh, for year on year. So again, really going on. He did say one thing that I didn't really agree with, and maybe it's semantics, but it really, it just felt wrong to me. And that is, I think he was talking about Canada, and he talked about, hey, record transactions equal a bubble. And no, it doesn't. Record transactions don't mean a bubble. In fact, it could mean a crash. 2010 was a pretty busy year for real estate. That was a crash. Now, if you were going to say record transactions and record uh, you know, market cap or whatever that kind of secondary variable is, I could agree with that. But he said it so matter-of-factly. Um, again, my experience through the last crash, simply tracking number of transactions means nothing. Frankly, it could be a artificial blip in something political. One of the blips that we saw in 2009 under Obama he did an $8,000 tax credit for first-time buyers. That 60-day window create, pulled demand forward and created a, a pop in transactions. It's not about transactions, either record high or record low transactions. Not, it's not that. It's mortgage payments. It's um, you know, purchase price. It's active listings. It's, it's, it's transactions, a single variable of a much more complicated picture. But other than that one little small nit that kind of made me recoil a little bit, I thought his 30-minute video was awesome. Again, the video that I watched, and I'm going to watch others, is housing market, has the housing crash started? And like him, I don't think it has. I don't think the housing crash has started. I think some people are seeing metrics from San Francisco in New York, and they are extrapolating what's not there. We are seeing consumers change. Consumers are saying, I don't want to rent in a shoebox. I want to own with a backyard. Consumer behavior is changing. And it takes quite a crisis to make that happen, right? The Great Depression scarred my grandparents their whole life. I'm starting to really believe that this is the first crisis that will leave a lasting impact. The dot-com era, fart in the wind. Great recession, a little bit worse, impacted some people, but not, not global. I believe this crisis, we still have more, more to go. Uh, we are going to see more stimulus. We are going to see more printing press. We're going to see 
uh, asset uh, price inflation. We have no real price discovery in many parts of the market. It's, uh, it's becoming a problem. Um, and I think the, the challenge is going out there. So uh, I wanted to give Neil a shout out. Um, a, I'm going to watch you. I really appreciate that you bring Australia, New Zealand, the, uh, Canada, and the UK. Uh, something that I need to grow my expertise in. So I'll be looking to you for that. Thank you for introducing Altos Research, A-L-T-O-S Research. I will be checking that out. Uh, and then again, uh, I agree with you. We, we're not set up for a crash. Um, it's, it's Real estate prices are going to go up. Consumers are changing. I really think something you might want to look at, uh, Neil, is I believe the ratio of renters to owners is going to change. I believe renters in urban areas will become owners in the suburbs. And that's good. that fundamentally changes the supply-demand picture greatly. Lastly, there's been a couple of comments or questions that came across. Do me a favor, leave those questions in a comment. Uh, I didn't feel like it was the right time to answer your question on this video. But if you leave the question in a comment, uh, I will do my best to respond. Take care, everyone. Have fun. Go check out Neil's channel.